into the contest. It is Monday, the 14th of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. How are you? I'm good, Timmy. Now, I believe you were doing one of the hardest jobs uh, <laughs> on the weekend. You were emceeing a wedding. I've done it five times. You can't relax, can you? I don't know how many times I've done it. It'd, be, it'd have to be in the hundreds. It'd have to be in the hundreds. But this was a real pleasure, this one. Uh, it was for a close family friend, and they started as an engagement party, and bang, at a certain time, and I was given them the full instruction, we split the crowd in two, down came. So people thought they were coming to an engagement party. Nice. It ended up being a wedding, and it was over your way. It was over Manly way. They absolutely loved it. So congratulations. Congratulations to the happy couple, and I'm glad. But you're right, you can't ever relax because uh, we've both hosted and been part of functions for thousands of people. But when it's a marriage, it's a wedding, uh, there's a lot more emotion involved. You know the reason why you get selected, Tim, I reckon, is because you're reliable, you make a good speech, and you own your own suit. Yeah, yeah. I've been invited to weddings. I'm thinking, why have I been invited to this wedding? This is years ago. And then you get a phone call. Oh, mate, just wondering, are you a chance of them seeing it? Yeah, I'll invoice you for it. Uh, Now, we're talking about high emotion. What about England? They're still partying. The T20 World Cup champions... On the other end of the spectrum, Glenn Maxwell, he's broken his leg at a party, a freak Mm. accident there. And what about the latest from the Wallabies? They've gone down to Italy. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Afternoon sports. Are you thinking about making a podcast to build your brand, sell something or even align with some great sporting talent? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group and we'll make it easy. We can cover everything from making you sound great to the talent, getting it delivered to the right audience and even selling ads on it. Isn't it time you had your own podcast? For more information, email us at hello at afternoonsport.com. Shane, uh, yeah, look, England, it, it didn't look... It didn't look like they were going to get there at some point in that run chase because it was a difficult wicket at the MCG. They've got this extraordinary bowling lineup, Pakistan. They'd only set a total of 137, 138. But as soon as Shaheen Afridi went down with that knee injury, it was it was over for Pakistan. Yeah, that that was the big turning point, wasn't it? It was. Um, look, congratulations to the Poms for for winning. Um, it's hard to say that. I know a lot of my English mates have been sending me texts all night. Um, I'm choosing to ignore them at this stage. But look, England did the right thing. They won the toss, sent Pakistan in. Um, it was a difficult wicket. Pakistan only managed eight for 137. Shan Massoud top scored 38 off 28. But it was Sam Curran, um, the left arm. He's only a little fella. Left arm mm. um, swing bowler took three for 12 off four. Uh, to take out the man of the match and the man of the series. So congratulations to him. And England chased it down. Ben Stokes there at the end. Loves a big match, doesn't he? 52 not out of 49 balls. And Josh Butler, 26 or 17, got him away to a good start. And England are now uh, the only team ever to hold both white ball uh, World Cup titles at the same time. That's the T20 World Cup and the 50 over World Cup. Yeah, congratulations to them. He's a talented player, Sam Curran. Talented mm. family. I remember covering the career of his father and his 
brother obviously plays at the elite levels. Zimbabwe is where he grew up. And, uh, yeah, brilliant with the ball, very capable with the bat and a great fieldsman, just 24 years of age. He's a, a brilliant cricketer. Now, Glenn Maxwell, speaking of brilliance, he's uh, not going to be able to show any of that over the next few months, three months, after breaking his leg in a freak accident. We've seen a few of these, generally on a golf course in recent <laughs> times, but this one was at a party. It was, mate. Um, he's fractured his left uh, fibula, um, and they're saying possibly three months out of cricket, uh, which will probably put him out for most of the summer. Um, they're saying he slipped. There's other rumours going around that he was actually wrestling. I don't know whether that's true mm. or not. Um, I hope not. But uh, they said he had no alcohol on board at the time. Um, but very, very frustrating. It's a guy, he's, he's not in the twilight of his career, but he's pushing towards the end of it. Uh, you just don't want these big major breaks um, towards the end of your career. That's that's not easy to handle and come back from. Yeah, it's a broken leg. It, it is quite yep. extraordinary. And, and mm. look, that's probably why the speculation starts, isn't it? People can think, oh, you've broken your finger or this, yes. or you had something drop on your toe, but a broken leg, extraordinary event. And uh, we wish him all the best either way. Annabelle Sutherland's final over fireworks. What about her batting? Uh, James, her father, was in the crowd watching his daughter bat, and uh, it was brilliant. Whether or not the stars go on with it from here, they've got a bit of a, a difficult road because it hasn't been a great season, but she batted so well to get them home in the Melbourne derby against uh, the Melbourne Renegades. Yeah, she looked good. Uh, this story makes me feel old because I played career against her father. <laughs> uh, but Annabelle, she scored 62 runs off only 29 balls. Um, they needed 23 off the last over. She hit three sixes. Uh, amazing run chase and um, hits the ball a lot to the leg side, but he's hitting straight sixes as well. Um, the girls' game has come along a long way. The girls are now clearing the rope by you know, not a few metres. They're clearing and hitting him in the stands. So uh, the strength of these girls is, is gone through the roof. Yeah, it was fantastic to watch. It really was. Uh, so well done to her. And uh, most people thought that there were no hope and then boom, crash opera. She got them home. Now, uh, Australia has overachieved really at the Billie Jean King Cup and Alicia Mollick said this last week she said look I know we don't have Ash Barty but just watch us and they've delivered a monster upset obviously in the end they went down to Switzerland in the final but uh, this is a great performance and shows a lot of positive signs for women's tennis going forward in this country. Yeah well done Alicia for getting the girls in the right uh, headspace for this then look it was a really good win over Great Britain they won 2-1. Uh, Elena Tomjanovic she, she actually lost her match um, and it was Storm um, Sanders and the 38 year old Sam Stoza that got us the last uh, um, a, a win there and to win 2-1 um, but yeah look a, a great win by those two and uh, well done to um, as I said Alicia Mollick for getting the girls in the right headspace. Yeah, and to get to the final and go down to Switzerland, look, it's a very credible performance. It really is. Now, Channel 9 has announced that they will broadcast the Australian Open tennis up until 2029. They've done a really good job, really. I've enjoyed it. I watch it all the time in the summer. They took over from the traditional um, company that did it. Channel 7 did it for a long, long time. But Channel 9's done it for the last few years, and they'll continue to do it till 2029. Yeah, five-year extension uh, worth $425 million. That's $85 million a year. It's a lot of money. Um, for for a tournament that doesn't go for very long, um, but it is well supported, uh, particularly around we're all in our, in our Christmas holidays and off watching. So the ratings are pretty pretty good, um, particularly too if uh, the likes of the special K's and that play well again. Oh, absolutely, and it's a it's a great space for commercial networks to place a lot of their upcoming ads, yep. isn't it? Of what TV's to come. Uh, finally, uh, in this little segment of the program, the Matildas, Sam Kerr. 
leads Australia to a 4-0 victory over Sweden. And Sweden are a bit of a powerhouse in, in women's soccer. This is a really good sign heading towards the World Cup after what's been a pretty indifferent 12 months. A very indifferent 12 months, Tim. And uh, this was a fantastic win. Sam Kerr getting the opening goal. That was her 60th goal for Australia. Um, but the girls played really well. 4-0 over Sweden. That, that is, um, that, that's a decent win. And I, I think I'm, I'm prepared to say that's probably been our best win for close to two and a half years, I reckon, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. And Sweden are a very strong side. So 4-0 is a really good win. Stay with us. We've got the AFLW, the Rugby League and plenty more. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this spring is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. All right, what about that North Melbourne player? It's happened a bit over the course of time, whether you're a sports person or a broadcaster. Uh, sometimes the old F-bomb can slip out. We've seen it a few times in rugby league. <laughs> if I could beauty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh. Now, it was Jasmine Garner uh, playing for North Melbourne uh, in the semi-final uh, to beat Melbourne. They won 11-8-74 to 6-2-38. And uh, look, she had a fantastic game, Jasmine. She had 22 bes- disposals 17 of those were contested um and uh, yeah she dropped the old f-bomb in, in excitement you've got to give her a break for that it happens oh yeah it does absolutely yeah absolutely now rugby league they were two fantastic uh semi-finals australia will play samoa in the world cup final that's samoa game with stephen crichton dropping the field goal in golden point and australia narrowly beating um new zealand pretty emotional stuff too in both those games yeah well australia just getting home we, we've had a pretty easy run and we mm-hmm. we expected the intensity against New Zealand to be up there. Well, we got home 16 to 14. As you said, we play Samoa, but it was Kiwi Brandon Smith who, um, I don't know what happened. There was just there was a loss of concentration in defence and uh, we waltzed over. But, uh, yeah, Sean Wayne, the English coach, after mm. the loss to Samoa, going down 27 to 26, and that good Samoa name, Stephen Crichton, with the extra extra, extra minute uh, field goal, with the left foot, by the way, um, sealed the victory for Samoa. It's going to be a physical final, this one. What about the UFC? Frankie Edgar uh, brutally KO'd as he finished his UFC career. Yeah, versus Chris Gutinez and... Uh, Oh my goodness! I, I watched this fight. It was um, it was brutal. Uh, it started with the knee, and he made, it felt like he got punched in the face about sixteen mm. or seventeen times, and was finally choked out and surrendered towards the end. Um, yeah, he he won't forget his last bout, and it was it wasn't a, a graceful finish to his career, but uh, he's been a, a fantastic fighter nonetheless. Yeah, the Wallabies won't forget their trip to Florence either, will they? Going down to Italy, the oh. first ever loss. Uh, that's no good, is it? Where is rugby union in this country? We are in big trouble. We've never lost to Italy in 40 years of playing them. First time they've ever beaten us. We go down 28 to 27 mm. and just silly mistakes once again. Um, we have to have hit rock bottom right now, I'm assuming. And uh, 
I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how we're going to turn this around. Yeah, he made 10 changes. And look, he's a good coach. Obviously, we saw some good performances, particularly against England last year and, and a couple of other flashes of, of really good rugby. We should have beaten New Zealand in Melbourne in that game. But uh, to lose to Italy, um, well, they've got a year to get it right, haven't they? Because the World Cup is in uh, France next year. So we'll yep. have to wait and see. But at the moment, it's not looking very good. Now, Tom Brady, this is going to come as no surprise. He says, I've had too much going on. Yeah, just a little bit. He has. It's um, reading between the lines. I reckon mm. that his mates want to get around Tom Brady. I reckon I reckon he's having serious issues both mentally and mm. already suffering potentially from depression here because he's going through a horrible divorce. Um, and he's saying, just trying to look after his kids. He tells his kids to get off their iPads at night, and he's doing exactly the opposite of that. He said he's going and do, doing emails and, and working late. He's trying to fit in all the stuff into his day, mm. and he's just really, really struggling. He's, and he's at the end of his career in football, so he's probably dealing with the depression that goes with that. Um, if I was his mates, I'd be getting around him right now. Yeah, money doesn't bring you happiness, no. does it? It's an old no, it line. Um, yep. All right, we're we'll, we'll changing the pace a little and we'll end up uh, finishing on a high note because England are still celebrating after their T20 World Cup and some would suggest that you guys are still celebrating after your 1999 <laughs> World Cup win. <laughs> well, uh, well, firstly, I want to say congratulations to Matthew Mott, who was mm. the Australian oh, women's Matty, coach. Good man. Yeah, really good guy, and uh, we all know that he just coached the England team to their World Cup uh, in the T20, so congratulations to him and his team. But it just reminded me of the 99 World Cup, and um, the most special moment for me is when we went out to do the team song in the middle of Lords. Uh, all the crowd had gone home. It's, it's after midnight, and Ricky Ponting, who led the team song, got on Tom Moody's shoulders, and the team song goes, Underneath the Southern Cross I stand, a sprig of wattle in my hand, a native of a native land, Australia, you bloody beauty. Second verse, same as the first, and it goes on for a good 20 minutes. And um, I, I can just sort of... Uh, I reckon that that sort of feel would have been happening in the English change room last night, the MCG, in the mm. bowels of the MCG. They would be still celebrating, and they're probably still having a few beers right now. We can almost claim the win with Moddy coaching them. We can. We need to claim something. Maybe go and coach the Wallabies. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors. Barclay, Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back on board tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts? Like Lunch with Lee. Former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians and more about sports, music and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.